0: Hey, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Good to see everybody back. We're now continuing our and We begin Sefer Recording Devarim. in progress. Sefer Devarim. And we want to thank Dr. Zakhaim, who is for once again generously sponsoring the Shuram on Sefer Dvarim, Elo Nishmas, Reb Shlomo Eliezer ben HaRav Yaakov Zakhaim. And Le'iloy Nishmas, Dr. Zakhaim's mother, Rivka Bas HaLevi, whose yard site is coming up. On Chavav Av Shabbos and on this occasion we wish Doctor Zakem Umespachta Rifuice Brachav Sadak. Okay, we have a very important uh, subject tonight, and that is the. It's really a lambda shashir, the halachic ramifications of when Tishabav comes out on Shabbos. So you say, how come there are no public service announcements today in the beginning of this year? Okay, fine. We'll give you some public service announcements. First of all, we want to take the opportunity, we want to invite everybody, Sunday morning, Tisha B'Av, everybody's invited to our newly expanded Beis Hamedrash that has quadrupled in size over the last couple of weeks, air-conditioned, newly lit, everybody's cordially invited to our annual Tisha B'Av program, which this year will be... Uh, Very meaningful because we're just returning from the location of a number of where the kinos actually transpired. We were just at the square where the burning of the Talmud was in 1242, and many of the places where the Crusaders traveled. We saw the aqueducts built by the Romans. So we had firsthand footage of a lot of the real-life locations of the Kinnos. Everyone's cordially invited. If you haven't yet gotten your Sefer on the three weeks, nine days, now is a good time to get it, and time for Tisha And now that we're back from France, the news of the next trip, we're already working on it, but we're not going to announce it now during the nine days, but stay tuned to Mirza Hashem for next Wednesday night. Okay, so we have a very important topic this uh, evening, and that is, how do we view Tisha that comes out on Shabbos? What perspective should we have? Regarding, we know when Tishbab comes out on Shabbos, it's pushed off to Sunday. Okay, it's pushed off to Sunday. So does that is it more lenient, or is it more strict? So how could it be more strict? Why would it be more strict? So that is the subject of tonight's uh, shir. We begin with the comment of the rush, mesachta tainis at beis. The rush says that if Tishbab comes out on Shabbos, you could eat as much as you want. You could bring upon your table as much food. As Shloymei in his time. You want, normally at the Sudas HaMafsekes, you can't eat two cooked dishes. This year at the Sudas HaMafsekes, you could have a full-blown, five-star Gala Kiddush. Um, you don't have to refrain from anything. There's no sitting on the floor. There are no eggs. There are no ashes. Usually, there's no crying at the Sudas HaMafsekes. I know you guys. Usually, you're sitting there on the floor, weeping into the cup. Then you dip the bread in the cup with the ashes. No, none of that. You eat as much as you want. On Shabbos, you could eat. You don't have to refrain from any of the five inuyim. And says the rush, "Ein Even though on Tishav, tash mishamita marital relations is prohibited. Not this Shabbos, says the rush. On this Shabbos, even though it's Tishav, none of the restrictions apply. That's the opinion of the rush. And then the rush quotes the opinion of his rebbe. Who's the rebbe of the rush? Rabbeinu Meir, who's that? The Maharam Meir Rotenberg, the great Rebbe of the Rush. Maharam Meir Rotenberg is the author of Kinnam Mambez, Shali Srufa Beish. Remember, the Maharam Meir Rotenberg is the author of Toisus Am Yuma, and he's the Rebbe of the Rush when he was captured in the palace in Einzersheim. So the Maharam Meir Rotenberg paskin that they're now to redeem him, and his student, the Rush, disagreed. The Rush said, that you're allowed to pay as much as you want for a hostage when the hostage is the gadol hadar. So the rush quotes his rebbe, Rabbi Numeir, who in turn quotes his rebbe, who's the rebbe of the Marah Meirutenberg? That's right, the Arzarua, Rabbi Yitzchak Mivina, and he says when Tishabab comes out on Shabbos, even though we push it off till Sunday, but regarding certain halachos, it's still Tishavab. Regarding which halachos? Tashmashamita. Uh, Marital relations is Asr, says the Marami Meirotha Why? Just like if somebody has a relative that passes away on Yom Tif. What's the halacha? Does the Avelus start on Yom Tif? No, the Avelus is pushed off to after Yom Tiv. But, Devarim Shabbat Sina, is Asr on Yom Tif. So that means, that even though we push off the Avelos, that's only for public matters. But for private matters, we still conduct ourselves in Avelos on Yomtif, if somebody has Avelus, so too, when Tishabav comes out on Shabbos, even though we push off Tishabav to Sunday regarding private matters, it's Tishabav and private matters, Tashamicha is usr, says Maram Me And says Maram Me Rotemberg, Tishabav and morning Avelus are the same. This is the Psaq of the Arzarua. Comes in Maram my rebbe said it's Asur, but Tashamita on Tishav that comes out on Shabbos. Then all the Jewish people have to follow my rebbe. Rebbe Yitzchok Mivino, there is a ruah. Why? You think the base Mikdash is at least worthy enough that one time a year you'll refrain from Tashmishamita? I says the Rosh. I don't agree with my rebbe. Why not? Because everybody knows that mourning is much more strict than Tishbaf. Because somebody loses a relative, it's a fresh pain. Tishabav happened two thousand years ago. So you can tell me, oh, just like if somebody loses a relative on Yamtiv, Tash Amita's Asur, so too if Tisha B'av comes out on Chabas, Tashra Amita's Asur, what does one thing gotta do with the other? Avelus is much more painful than Tishabav. When people lose a relative, they actually cry. And Tisha B'av, people spend the most of the majority of the day picking out what Danish they're going to eat when it's over. <clears throat> and if not that, then, on a lo- then and if not they don't do that, they at least are Mekayim, the great mitzvah of watching Jewish movies on Tisha B'av, right? You know, that even though the Gemara says that Tisha B'Av you're supposed to mourn the Beis Hamikdash, but nowadays we have this great mitzvah of watching Jewish movies. <laughs> Especially if they're inspiring. If they're inspiring, then it's even the greatest possible mitzvah. Aye, what do they have to do with destruction of the base hamikdash? But as long as you feel inspired, that's. You know, I'm joking. But (laughs) says the Rush, even though you could differentiate between mourning and tishavav, my Rebbe said Tash and is forbidden you would listen to my Rebbe even if he was lenient, even if he was strict and, I, and I'm lenient. Certainly, he's being strict and I feel you could be lenient. You got to follow my Rabbi, says Marami Rutenberg. So again, this is the Rush quoting his Rebbe, the Marami Rutenberg, quoting his Rebbe, Rabbi Yitzhak Mivina, and the Marami Rutenberg is saying that even though I don't really agree with my Rebbe, but my Rebbe said, Dvaram Shabbat Sinah should be Aser, all the Jewish nation has to follow him. Says the Rush. That's nice that my Rebbe thinks that everyone has to listen to his Rebbe, but I don't think that everyone needs to listen to my Rebbe. And therefore the Rush says, I think Tasha Shamita should be mutter. And that's the Minhag. Okay? That's the opinion of the Rush. So what's the halacha? Comes the Shulchan Aruch, and the Shulchan Aruch says, <coughs> and this is a very important lesson in learning halacha. says the Shulchan Aruch in Simen Tav Kuf If Tishabav comes out on Shabbos, you're allowed to eat, you're allowed to drink, you're allowed to wash, and it's mutter shamita. Whose sheet does that? The Rosh. Comes the Rama, v'yesh oysrim tashamita. Some prohibit. Whose sheet does that? Marame Rottenberg, quoting Rabbi Yitzhak Mivina. What is the practice? V'chein, noihagen. That's the minhag. The minhag is, it's prohibited. Who is that like? Marami Rutherberg in the name of Rabbi Yitzhak Mivina. Now, the Rama says, some Aser, and that's the minhag. That means it's only a minhag to Tasha Shamita. Which means, says Mishabura that if a woman's leil tvi'la comes out this Friday night, it's mutter, because it's not inherently aser; it's only a chumrah. So, therefore, if the, the Friday night is a lel tavila, it's mutter. Otherwise, we're stringent. Now, on tish above itself, of course, it's aser. On tish above itself, in the night time, one may not even touch their wife. We're not noheg harchakos, you could pass things, but you can negir is asr, the night of Tisha during the day, yesh l'hakam. What is the machlikus between the Marami Rotenberg and the Rush? Why would one opinion say Tasha is permitted, that's the opinion of the Rush. And why would the Marami Rotenberg say Tasha is asr? So, let us try to analyze the lamdos of what occurs when Tisha B'av comes out on Shabbos. In general, what day of the month do we fast for Choram B'Azim The ninth. Why do we fast the ninth? When did the temple actually burn down? The majority of the temple burned down on the 10th. So why do we fast the ninth? So comes Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Yochan says, if I would have been around and they would have asked me, I would have gotten up and I would have said, Tisha B'av is the 10th. Why should he fast the ninth? The majority of the temple burned down on the 10th. Rabbi said, if I would have been around, I would have made it on the 10th. And he was saying, and what are the chachamim? Hold. The chachamim say what? paranusa <laughs> That the beginning of the punishment is worse. The, the beginning of something is much, much worse than the end of it. Some say it's because ishoi misham chitza, when you light a fire, what's going to happen is latent in the initial conflagration. Kind of some say I once heard from um, a great rabbi, Rabbi Shlomo Warman, he once explained that if somebody hears bad news, the initial report of it is the most devastating and shocking. And then afterwards, you sort of get used to it. So the beginning of something is always worse. But Rabbi Yochanan says that if Tishabav comes out, um, that, that he would have enacted Tishabav on the 10th because the majority of the basement is burnt down on the tenth. When Tishbav comes out on Chabbis and it's pushed off to Sunday, you know who's like jumping through hoops, who's so happy about that? Rabbi Yoychanan. he's like, finally we have a real Tishbav. It's so actually, according to Rabbi Yochanan, that comes out on Chabbis that's pushed off to the tenth is more chumra than a regular Tishbab because a regular Tishbav is on the wrong day. Then now it's on the right day. On the other hand. Rebbe held that when Tishbab comes out on Shabbos, he said, Hove itchi itchi." Let's get rid of it. Rebbe was a very popular. That was a very popular opinion. Rebbe wanted the Gemara in Megillah and he says, uh, "Rabbi Rachatz beKroiner shalti pyiri b'Shavas Rabatamos uveRoidzel levat el Tishbab." He wanted to levat el Tishbab, and the Gemara says, "No, loy kachoy amaisel Tishbab shechalios b'Shabbos." And he said, once he pushed it off, push it off completely. So Rebbe would look at this year's Tisha B'am and say, what are you guys doing? Spend the whole day. Watch, watch as many Jewish movies as you can. It's not even Tisha B'Av. You know? And Rabbi Eichanan says, no, this is the real Tisha B'av. So says the Ksav Sefer that actually we could probe and analyze and try to get to the bottom of how do we view Tishabav B'Av that comes out on Shabbos? Do we view it that when Tisha B'Av comes out on Shabbos, Tisha B'Av is Shabbos? The only thing is, we can't not eat on Shabbos, we cannot drink on Shabbos, we cannot bathe on Shabbos, so we have to push that off to Sunday. But whatever we could observe on Shabbos, we would observe on Shabbos. So regarding private matters, regarding Tash and Shamita, which we could not do on Shabbos, so regarding that, Shabbos is Tisha B'Av. So do we view it that Tishbav comes out on Shabbos and it's pushed off to Sunday, or do we say that since Tishbav cannot be observed on Shabbos under these circumstances, Tishbav is not Shabbos; it's Sunday this. Year. When right, that's the hakira. The question is, the the two the two Do we do we consider it that when Tishbav comes out on Shabbos, it's really Shabbos is Tishbav, but since you can't observe it, you reschedule and you push it off. You you put it on Sunday. Or under these circumstances, Tishabav this year comes out on Shabbos. Why can't you fast on Shabbos? Because the Prophet Isaiah said, Be the You gotta enjoy the Shabbos. When falls out on Shabbos, you fast. Because we have a drasha that you fast even on Shabbos. On Yom Kippur which one wins? on Yom Kippur you're, it's a, it's for Midai Raisa to eat and you don't have to eat midai on on uh, on Shabbos so Shabbos the Yom Kippur wins but when it comes to Tishabav, Shabbos wins so the south surface is like this the rush. That says Tashvah is Mutter. You know how the Rush views it? The Rush says this year, Shabbos is not Tishabav. Sunday is Tishabav. Sunday is Tishabav. Tashvah is Mutter on Shabbos. On the other hand, the Marami Rotenberg and the Arza say that Tishabav is Shabbos. It's just you can't observe certain things, so that's pushed off to Sunday. But Tashvah you could observe. So since you could observe it, Tashvah is Asr. The Chakira is, Rabbi Yisai, how do you view Tishbab that comes out on Shabbos? Do we say that it falls on Shabbos and you push off whatever you can observe, whatever you could observe, Tisha is Shabbos? Or do we say, it's not Shabbos this year, it's Sunday? That's the Chakira. Rabbi Yochanan would say, probably, it's Sunday. Because at least that's the right day. Rabbi would say, no, it's Shabbos. What would you say about the following question? Raise your hand if you have a birthday during the year. Okay, just checking. Now raise your hand if your birthday comes out in the month of Av. Really? Yehuda the What? Huff <coughs> So, Good, only one birthday? Well, raise your hand if your birthday comes out on the 10th day of Av. Who wants to volunteer to make believe their birthday is Nissim? Nissim, make believe his birthday is on the tenth day of Av. Could you also make believe you're thirteen years old? Okay. So Nissim is becoming bar mitzvah this Sunday. And by the way, Naftali Glanting is becoming bar mitzvah a few weeks ago, but he's leaning this coming uh, Shabbos Nachamu. You're all invited. Shabbos Nachamu, big kiddush. Okay. I know, Yeah, you can live in Lawrence, wherever you live. You could walk in. Well, you could stay for lunch. You could stay for the whole Shabbos. You could come Friday night already. You could come now. You could move in if you want into Naftali's room. <laughs> but let's say your bar mitzvah is this Sunday. Do you need to fast this Sunday? So you'll say, what do you mean? Even if I'm not bar mitzvah, I'm old, I'm close enough to bar mitzvah to fast. So halacha is, if you're not bar mitzvah, not only do you not fast, you're not allowed to fast. I don't care. Oh, I'm a macho guy, and uh, I'm cool. I've been fasting since I'm two and a half years old. You're not allowed to fast before your bar mitzvah, unless, except for Yom Kippur at age eleven, you're not allowed to. Oh, what do you mean? But I once heard you're supposed to fast three times before your bar mitzvah. Now I know people are going to send me emails. They have a custom. Rav Shalmah said, there are three things that people have made up that you need to do three times. Number one, that you need to fast three times before your bar mitzvah. No, no such thing. And I know people are going to say, they are minog ashkenaz. I'm just telling you what, what Rav Shalmah says. One thing, no, you don't fast three times before your bar mitzvah. Until your bar mitzvah, you eat. Once you're bar mitzvah, you don't eat. This is all the fast besides Yom Kippur. The other th- thing is people say in order to move a safe attire, you have to use it three times. You don't have to use it th- three times. You just need to have an arayn for it. And the other thing is people think you need to wash your hands three times for bread. You only wash your hands two times for bread. Got it? So let's say a kid is bar mitzvah on Sunday. Do they have to fast? So, uh, so we say like this. If the Tisha B'av really is Shabbos, and we fast on Sunday. It's like you went, you bought a ticket to a Met game, and it was rained out. So they give you a double header the next day. So look, on Shabbos I wasn't chayiv to fast. Sunday's only a makeup. You're puzzled from fasting. Now that would be a good bar mitzvah pshat. How is it possible to be a bar mitzvah and not have to fast on Tishav? If Tishav comes out on Shabbos and it's pushed up to Sunday, and you become bar mitzvah on Sunday, well, if it's a makeup for Sunday, I didn't have to fast Shabbos. I don't have to fast Sunday. But if under the circumstances where Tishbab comes out on Shabbos, it doesn't fall out on Shabbos. The Chachomim initially make it Sunday because anyway that's the day that the majority of the basement burnt down, then of course you have to fast. Now, since the Halach is regarding Tashma Shamita, is it mutter or only or asr or a khumra? It's a khumra. That means we hold really halachically it's permitted. But it's a chumrah that all of Chal has accepted upon themselves. But if halachically it's permitted, that means we hold, Be'ikr tishabav is Sunday. <coughs> so then Halachah HaLamayisa says, Amar Sham, And Pointed out by the Sefer Elohim Says Amar Sham, A boy who's a bar mitzvah on, Yod Av would have to fast. Got it? Yeah, you sure? You want to say it over? After. Next tafkamina. We know there's something called Shvo The week that Tishabav comes out in. The week that Tishabhav comes out in is much more chamer. For instance, even though the minog is not to take a haircut and not to shave the whole three weeks, we know that if somebody for the, need, for the sake of Parnassah would need to shave, one could shave, let's say, up till the week of Tishbaf. Or there's certain stringencies that we observe up to the week of Tisha B'av. What is the week of Tishabav this year? So the Mechaber says that, is the week of Tisha B'av, by the way, all the days after Tisha B'av also? No, it's only that week before Tisha B'av. So it says the Shulchan and Sim Tafkuf Non Aleph, that if Tisha B'av comes out on Sunday or Shabbos, and it's pushed off to Sunday, The week after Shabbos and Sunday it's permitted to launder and to do take a haircut. And the week before is also permitted. Then the Mechaber says, some say the week before is prohibited. Says the Ramah, the Minug is to be machmer anyway from Rosh Chaydash. And haircuts all three weeks. Now, you have to know how to learn al-shulchanach. The Mechaber says, the week, if Tishbab comes out on Shabbos or Sunday, the week after is permitted, the week before is permitted. Whose opinion is that? The Mechaber just says, Stam, unattributed. He doesn't say, some say it's permitted. He says it's permitted. And then he brings, Yesh mi there are those who say, the week before is Aser. So when the Mechaber says, one opinion, Stam, and one opinion, Yeshmi shaimar Which one is he paskining like? The first one, the Stam one, the unqualified one, which means the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, this year. There is no Shvuah Shechal Baitishabav. There's no Shvuah Shechal Baitishabav. By the way, which opinion is the first opinion? The rush. Number seven. Ah. Oh. You mean it should be? It? Tishbav so comes out on Shabbos. Week, yeah. Tishbav comes out on Shabbos. So it should be the whole week before. Sure. Ah, very good. So it says the Sefer Elaheimoyaday, the machloikis of whether there is Shvosh Chabbay Tishbav, is the very Chakira that we've been discussing. If we view it that when Tishbav comes out on Shabbos, it's really it comes out on Shabbos, but what can we do? We push it off to Sunday, so then the whole week before it should be Asr because it's the Shvash Chabbai Tishbab, like David is saying, and that would be the opinion of the Marame Rotenberg and Rabbi Soch Mibina, who says Tasher Shamita is Aser, And then you would say a katan who is Bar on Yud Av would not have to fast because he wasn't, he didn't have to fast Shabbos, why should he have to fast on the makeup? But if you hold that under the circumstances where Tishabab comes out on Shabbos, it doesn't fall out on Shabbos under these circumstances. It's, it's lechatchila inherently. It's this year. It's Sunday, it's Sunday. so there is no shavuah shabbai tishavah because tishavah is Sunday. So the whole week before has no relevance to tishavah. That means the mechaber is going like the first opinion. The first opinion is the rush, and the rush is l'shitase. The rush who holds that Tash is is permitted Friday night because Friday night is not tishavah. He holds there is no Shvuah Shechabay Tishabav this year. And that's how we hold. We hold this year there is no Shvuah Shechabay Tishvat. So you say if there is no Shvuah Shechabay then it would come out that let's say you wanted to travel somewhere for Rashi's site, which was Chav Tesav, and you're not going to make it back until the nine days, where perhaps one would say you can't just travel for leisure during during the, the nine days. So how could those people go to Rabbeinu Tam and the Rehazokin and the Shagasariyeh? They're coming back during the nine days. Are you allowed to travel during the nine days? Says Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky, yes, this year you're allowed to. Why? Number one, because this is not like going to, you know, it's not like you're going to uh, the Riviera over here. You're going to Rashi's kever. This is not like you're going on some leisure vacation. But Rav Shmuel also said there's no Shavu Shachal by this year. Because Tishabav is Sunday. It's not Shabbos. So therefore you could shave then uh, for work or for Parnassa, you could be you could So this year for if you, for work or Parnassa technically you would be permitted to, sh- to shave to sh- is Yeah. more stringency over the nine days. The what? Nine days. The nine days are equivalent to three weeks. Legabe shaving, yes. Yeah. Lagabe shaving, yes. Legabe meat? No. Regarding wine, no. For Svardim there's no such thing as the nine days. Basically. I heard some do. The nine days? Yeah, some don't eat. Moroccans Yeah. Alright. I can't speak for Moroccans. No. <laughs> <coughs> um next. Now this is very interesting. Now there's some people who are very, very machair on this. We know that on Tishwa we don't learn. And some people, they just, you know, out of, speak of the Yema, <laughs> they don't learn the whole year. Because it might be Tishabah. You know, it could get confusing. Or it might, or it might be Leil Nittel, you know. We don't learn on Tishabah. Why? Pikude Hashem Yisharem Mesam Chelev. What about Erev Tishabah? Erev Tishabah. You're allowed to eat, you're allowed to drink, you're allowed to wash. But the Ramah has an interesting Khumra. The Rama, the Ramah's Khumra is you don't learn Arab Tishab from Chatsoy Senan, except for the uh, items that you're allowed to learn on Tishbaav itself. What about, says Ramah, if Tishabav comes out on Shabbos? So now Shabbos becomes Arab Tishabav. So then you don't learn Perkayava, says Ramah, Shabbos afternoon, mincha time. And you don't go for shpatziring Erev Tishbab. You don't go for a stroll. Now this is very interesting. The Mishabur wants to know, why don't you learn Erev Tisha Says the because Torah makes you happy. But says the this is not a halacha, because you're allowed to eat Erev Tishabav, so why can't you learn? So the Mishabur says, because since we have other options, you could learn. So there's a minog not to learn. Now, says the Mishaburah, this minhag is very questionable. Many achroinim say it's a good minhag not to learn. I'm talking about when tishabav comes out during the week. And Erev tishabav is during the week. Many achroinim say it's a good custom not to learn Erev tishabav after chatzayis. Even if Erev tishabav is Shabbos, follow the Ramon, don't say perke avais. But many achroinim, says the Mishaburah, question this minhag very much. Number one, the Marshal. Says the Marshal, I learn Arab Tishvav after chatzayz. I let other people learn Arab Tishvav after Chatzos. Says the Gara, it's an excessive chumrah not to learn Arab Tishvav after chatzayz. Says the Maimar Mordechai, it's ridiculous not to learn Arab Tishvav after chatzayz. It brings to a lot of Torah. What do you mean? The guy's a big masvid. I'm a big masvid when I can learn when I want to learn. But now you tell me I have to learn Kamsa by Kamsa for the 500th time? How many times can I learn that? The Maimah Mordechai says. Can, even a big masmid, he doesn't want to learn Maid Katan again. He, now, go learn Iyav. Uh, 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 I'll learn Eiv when I want to learn Iyav. Don't force me to learn Iyav. And therefore the Maimah Mordechai says, you could be mekel al- Arab Tishvav after Chatzais. And he learns Arab Tishvav after Chatzais. And therefore, says the Mishnaburah, somebody who wants to learn Arab Tishvav after Chatzos in a regular year, we don't throw rotten tomatoes at them. So if I were to ask you, what is the best thing to do Arab Tishvav after Chatzos? To learn or not to learn? Better not to. Better to learn concept by concept. If somebody does... You don't take an old tomato and throw it at them. Okay? I don't want to see you throwing any old tomatoes at people learning Arab Tishbabh after Chatzai. The Mishabura continues. That regarding when Arab Tishab comes out on Shabbos, the Taz says, Okay, you don't want to learn Arab Tishbab after Chatzai is fine. But when when it's Shabbos, No. You're, you're not gonna. There's no problem learning erev tishav of Shabbos. It says the mishabura, you want to learn erev tishav of Shabbos after chatzos. Not only will we not throw um, ran tomatoes on you at you, you could rely on that. In, in other words, it's not even better not to learn. So, in the opinion of the mishabura, this year erev tishav after chatzos, you can learn. Okay, then. we have the Bira Halacha. And the Bira Halacha quotes the Maire Mordechai. And the Maire Mordechai says that not to learn Erev Tisha on Shabbos says the Maire Mordechai there's no reason not to learn. Either Amah says you can learn Dvaram HaMutaram says the Maire Mordechai that's not a good reason. Because people will only learn what they want to learn. We see many times. I have a question. On B'Av itself, you're not allowed to learn regular things. So you're allowed to learn Kamsa bar Kamsa. You're allowed to learn Yermi. Are you allowed to learn Eiv. Do you have to? Or are you allowed to twiddle your thumbs if you want? In other words, we know on a regular day, a person has an obligation to learn whenever they can. Have it on Tishabav. What do we say? Do we say, once I'm putter from Talmud Torah? In other words, once I'm not allowed to learn regular things, do I could I sit around and watch Jewish movies the whole day, or am I obligated to learn? Dvaram <laughs> Hamutaram says the Ma'ar Mordechai. Even very big Talmudic chachamim, we see when Tishabav comes, they don't learn so much. I, why don't they learn Ia Echa? Because they don't really want to learn that. They're not you know you, they don't like to learn that. That's not what that's not what their regular learning is. And says the Ma'ar Mordechai, count me among those. Who have a hard time learning on Tishabav, the Dvar Hamutaram. Therefore, I do not pay attention to the Ramah. I hold that even when Tishabav comes out on a weekday, and Arab Tishab is a weekday, you could learn right up to Tishabav. And if I had enough guts, I would have said, You should learn on Tishabav itself. It says in my Morchai, if I wasn't afraid of the other rabbis in town, I would say you should learn on Tishabav. Why? Because what are people doing on Tishba? You're saying, oh, don't learn. So what are people doing? They spend half the day wandering the streets of the supermarket. Should I get a chocolate Danish? Should I get a cheese Danish? Should I get a Danish with a cherry? And they spend hours and hours, and then they have Hakiras. What kind of eggs should they have? With onions, without onions, oranges with the pulp, oranges without the pulp, strained. And by the time they're finished thinking about their post-fast festivities, the day is almost over. And, and people, of course, on a higher madriga, they don't spend the whole day in the supermarket, but they go from one Jewish inspirational video to the next. It says that, my more, that's why God made Tishabav for people to be inspired. God made to mourn for the base Hamikdash. So people are not doing that. So you're better off learning. I would say you should learn. Open up your Gemara. It's better than wandering the supermarket, thinking about danishes. Better than watching inspirational movies. So you should just learn. But what can I do? Nobody's going to agree with me. And it's similar to that which the Yushalmi says. The Yushalmi said, really, uh, if it was up to them, they would allow people to work on Chalamite. Because the only reason you know how to work on Chalamite is so that people could learn. Well, people are sitting in the basement learning the whole Chalamite. They're not doing that. So they're better off going to work. So too, says uh, my Mordechai, in my opinion, you're better off learning on Tishabav itself. But look, I don't have the power to do that. But on Erev of B'Av, of course you'll have to learn. It's not mentioned in Shas not to learn. It's not mentioned in the Paiskam not to learn. And I learn up to the night. Avada, if you're on such a Madrega, and you can learn Eoy, and Yirmiah and Eicha, Kadosh but for regular people like me, says the I learn Arab Tishbab right up to Chatzos. Now the question is, Rabbi Isai, says the Mugan Avram, what about this year where Shabbos is Tishabab? Okay, it's pushed off to Sunday regarding eating, regarding drinking. But just like maybe Tasha Shamita's offer, maybe you're not allowed to learn the whole Shabbos this year. Because Shabbos is Tishabav. so the Magen Avram brings a tzad. You're now going to learn the Shabbos. <coughs> it's not warm it's not it. Shabbat zimri. You mean it would be public? Not to, but it's not so obvious you're not learning. So you just you know you'll nap and you'll uh, I don't know you'll you'll walk around the block. Is it so obvious? The Magad Avram brings an opinion. Maybe you're not al- allowed to learn this Tishabab. B'Av. We have Kriya Satayra on Tisha B'Av. Kriya Satayra is like learning. Well, we have a somber Kriya still learning? It's still learning. No, not... The, the, it's like Eicha. Is it? Yeah, you learn very quietly. It's very low. It's very... Now I thought you want to lay in the teshvah, It's where you bring <laughs> It's not like you're on the spot here. It's not like there are other people in the room or on the video. We'll see. So says the chasam Sofer, the hakira of the Mugin Avram, of whether you are allowed to learn, the Shabbos is how do we view teshvah that comes out on Shabbos? If we view it that B'Av is Shabbos, but what could we do? We push it off to Sunday, but regarding learning, we could be annoying not to learn the whole Shabbos. But how have we sort of concluded so far? When B'Av comes out on Shabbos, do we view it that Shabbos is Tishabav? We view it that Sunday is B'Av? We view it that Sunday is Tishabav. Shabbos is not Tishabav. And therefore, this year, you're allowed to learn, at least in the morning. After Chatzois, those who are noyig like the Ramah, don't learn. You don't really have to be noyig like the Ramah. By the way, the Chassam Sofer has a very interesting Swara. Why learning Erev tishuv is Asr after Chatzois? We don't say eating is Asr, we don't say drinking is Asr, we don't say washing is Asr, why learning? The Chassam says, because whatever you learn, the second part of the day, you'll be thinking bad at night. So really, you're allowed to learn up to the night. The problem is, if you're going to hear a shir, after Chatzol, you're going to be thinking about it in the night and then you're going to be besimcha. You're going to be so happy you came down to this world even in the nighttime. time. So, um, that that would be the reason for the minute of the Rama not to not to fast. Not to learn. Thank you. Thank you. Next case. Does a... Woman who is pregnant fast on Tishabav that comes out on Shabbos and is pushed off to Sunday. Does a pregnant woman fast? Normally, does a pregnant woman fast on the four fast days? Besides Tishabav, a pregnant woman does not fast on the Dalat Tanisim, but on Tishabav, a pregnant woman does fast. But what about a Tishbab Nilcha? Or what about this? Raise your hand if you ever made a bris on Tisha You made a bris on Yom Kippur? Abi, 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 Abi on Yom Kippur. Abi, Rabbi Avi Weber was bris on Yom Kippur. Oh, he's a holy boy. Like Avraham Avino. His name is Avraham? Because of that or stuff? Tell him he got a lot of air time. <laughs> <laughs> um, my brother-in-law, Naftali's cousin, had a baby the Shabbos before Yom Kippur, and the bris was, no, on the Sunday before Yom Kippur, uh, before Tisha B'av, And the bris was Tisha B'Av uh, Sunday, that was a nidcha does the father fast on Tisha B'av? If you have a baby, let's say someone had a baby boy this past Sunday, and they're making a bris on Tishabav Sunday, does the father fast? Does the sandik fast? No. What if somebody makes a bris on Shabbat batamas Does the father fast? Of course he does. But, comes the Shulchan Ar, and the Shulchan Ar says, if Tishabav comes out on Shabbos, and it's pushed off to Sunday, if the father the sanduk, the moyel, they dive in mincha, mincha gadoila, they bathe, and they eat. You hear this halacha? It's an incentive to, <laughs> to become a moyel. <laughs> and if they want to pass, them. Not no, you're not a fan. It's a No, no, if they want to pass. No, them. Why, why would they want to? I mean, if they it want to. everybody
1: else Really? They
0: need they need therapy. they want to fast. Why would they want to fast? Yeah, yeah okay. Only to eat for the just actual suit. No, yeah, no, that's done. They're over. They're finished. Why a regular fast, even if you broke your fast? It's yomtiv. It's yomtiv. They don't fast for what? For the moment of the breast. No, well, it's the day is a yomtiv, but only after chazris. Now, so watch this the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that if somebody makes a bris on Tisha B'Av they damen Chagadoyla, and they eat. Comes the be'er Halacha, if someone is a choyle kitsas on a tishbav nidcha. Now, someone who's a choyle kitsas on a regular Tisha B'av, they fast. A little bit of a choyle. Someone someone has a headache on you gotta you gotta persevere. If someone is a little bit of a choyle, um what's considered a little bit of a choyle? No. Choyle she'ein bo'isah does not fast on teshvah. But khoyli. Second time COVID. What? COVID. Second time COVID. Second time COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my brother. <laughs> Your brother nailed you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Whatever it is. A cold. Okay? A cold. So as a cold on Tishabav. Chaylik Tzas says, a pregnant woman, they eat on Tishabav. Comes the Shvos Yaakov. He said, Who's the Shvos Yaakov? So if you watch the videos, we just were at, was at his kever this past Friday. The Shvos Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov Reicher, who wrote the Ion Yaakov. By the way, the reason he wrote the Ion Yaakov is he was going, he became blind, and he couldn't see. And he got a doctor to restore his vision. And he said, "Hashem, you gave me back my enayim." So he wrote the peiros ion Yaqo. Says the Shluss Yaakov, of the following kavachimer. Madach, if someone makes a bris on Shiva Asa do they fast? Yes. But if someone's pregnant, do they fast on Shiva Asa No. So we see that being pregnant is more compelling than making a bris than on Tisha Vav where if someone makes a bris they don't fast after Chazoles, certainly if someone's pregnant they don't fast. That's the Kav HaKar the Shavas Got it? That if a Baal Bris who fasts on Tisha B'nilcha, but a pregnant woman does a Baal Bris fasts on the Shavas Batamas but a pregnant woman does not so on Tisha B'av, where a Baal Bris does not fast, certainly a pregnant woman does not fast. So I want to ask the B'Shomel first, one of the leading paiskim today, Tamar of But if the whole reason that a pregnant woman doesn't fast is that we learn it out from a Baal Bris who doesn't fast on Tisha B'av, then maybe we should say that just like a Baal Bris has to wait until after Chatzos to eat, then a pregnant woman should have to wait until after Chatzos to eat. There are some places who say that that a pregnant woman should ask should wait until after chatzos, but he said no. The bottom line is, it's a full fledged kavuchaymer. A pregnant woman is more compelling than a Briss. and if a pregnant woman does not have to fast at all on shiva batamos, then on Tisha B'Av where even a balbris doesn't have to fast the second half of the day. Certainly, a pregnant woman would not have to fast at all. Now. because the prophet said you need to fast in Shabbat Shabbat so it's more, more compelling than the Suda of the Briss to everyone in other words the, we're not going to make an exception for Shabbat Shabbat we'll only make an exception so it comes out Tishbev of Nidche is more lenient than a regular Shabbat Shabbat Okay, now should we be make for a pregnant woman yes or no when Tisha B'av comes out on Sunday. Yes. On Shabbos, that we push up to Sunday. Really, based on what we've been saying, we should not be lenient. Because when Tisha B'av comes out on Shabbos, it's not coming out on Shabbos and being pushed up to Sunday. It's coming out on Sunday. So really, we should be machmer for a pregnant woman, based on what we're saying. And we should be machmer for a baal bris. Nevertheless, regarding the baal bris. And the pregnant woman, we say, even though in Lamedus it's like it's coming out on Sunday, but it's not as strict as if it came out on Sunday because it fell out on Sunday. It's only coming out on Sunday because it couldn't come out on Shabbos. So the bottom line is, we've spoken about five different scenarios regarding Tisha B'Av Shechali Yisbe Shabbos. Regarding Tashma Shamita, we say, we view it that Tisha B'Av came out on Sunday, Meikr hadin its mutter, Kla Yisroel's minog is to be machmer, at least for Bnei Ashkenaz. Regarding the question of a bar mitzvah boy who becomes bar mitzvah on Sunday, we say it's like Tishbab came out on Sunday and the bar mitzvah boy has to fast. Regarding is there Shvuah Shechabai Tishbab, we say there is no Shvuah Shechabai Tishbab this year. Tishbab came out on Sunday this year, did not come out on Shabbos. Regarding learning this year on Shabbos, it's not Tishabav B'Av Shabbos. Tisha B'av is Sunday, you can learn on Shabbos. After Chatzos, you have the Chumrah of the Ramah. And regarding other leniencies, namely a pregnant woman, or someone who is making a bris, regarding this we say, we are also lenient, and they do not have to fast A pregnant woman does not fast as tishbav. However, she should always ask her Rav. Don't say, I heard on TorahAnytime.com, the rabbi said, you should know by now, you cannot pask in any halachas from shiurim. You need to ask a directed question to a authorized halachic authority. What should I do? You can never pask in halacha from a But again, um, it seems that the halacha is... That a pregnant woman does not fast this year Tishav, and if someone makes a bris, they him mincha gedoya, and I hope they would ask me to be the sanduk, so I wouldn't have to fast either. But I do believe that uh, Rebbe Yashiv, one time he was very uh, not well, and he uh, was not able to fast on Tishav, and he took sandukos on uh, in such a scenario. But of course, we know the opinion of Rebbe is that under the circumstance where Tishav comes out on Shabbos. Rebbe wanted to push off Tishavav completely, and as we explained in the past, because on Tisha B'av is the birth of Mashiach, and Rebbe who comes from the family of David HaMelech was able to access the great principle of Noilad Ben Zochar Nesrappa Kal So Rebbe feels the redeeming quality of uh, Tishavav, and we should all be zoicha to the great principle of Rebbe that Hal idchi Idchi. And we should be zeicha to see the fruition of the prophecy of the Navi Zecharia, the Tsaim Haravi, Tsaim Hachamishi, the Tsaim Hashavi, the Tsaim HaAsiri. Yeah, lebe Sihuda, laSasson uleSimcha uleMayadim Tovim v'haEmes v'haShaloi Mehavu. want to invite everyone again to join us on Tishav five thirty Peninsula. We have a lot of room. Bring your chairs. You want to sit on the floor. You want to sit on your comfort chairs that happen to be lower than a few tachim that are fully loaded with you know the cushioning and the padding and the you know the that lever that you lift the feet up and whatever you need to do um, or you could log in it's going to be live streaming on taranytime.com. wish everybody an easy fast barchatza ka kaltam.